This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Rhodes and I've got a new podcast, The NFL Road Show. Fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get you set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Chrisomania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, oh, with the powerful you. questions. Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Well, here we go. Welcome to the Chris Van Vliet Show, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online and Indeed. So grateful to have them partner with us on this episode and so many other episodes. And so grateful to have you along with us on this ride. And I think you better recognize that D'Lo Brown is on the show. See what I did there? If you're a fan of Impact Wrestling, you've seen a little bit of D'Lo on there. He works behind the scenes as a producer. And what a mind for the young talent there to learn from. And as you might've seen in the title, this was a conversation that we had last May, but it was never posted to the podcast, mostly because the podcast didn't exist at that time. So this is the first time that you're able to hear it here. It was only on YouTube before. And I know that you're going to love this because D'Lo is fantastic. Take a screenshot. Let us know that you're listening with us. You can tag me. I'm at Chris Van Vliet. And on Twitter, D'Lo is at Brown 75 And while you're doing things on your phone, check right now to make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss out on all the awesomeness that we have planned for 2021. And I've been throwing that out there a few times over the last few episodes, but there's a lot of awesomeness planned for 2021. So thank you for being like early to the show because we're, we're about to ramp things up. So you're an OG. Thank you for being an OG, but we're about to ramp things up. And a lot of the a lot of the awesomeness that we have had so far has been created by you. So thank you for the reviews because you've really helped to get the the show noticed and really get the show out there because it's the, it's really the biggest thing that helps the show grow is having these reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts, just please take like a I'd say it's 27 seconds because it probably is, but take a minute out of your day to rate and review the show. It'd be so so helpful. This review comes from the UK. Yeah, all the way across the pond. This is from Fashionable Muslim, who says, best in the business. Chris is quite simply a fantastic interviewer and one of the best working today, in my opinion. He always adapts well to the personality of the interviewee and has engaging, easy-to-listen-to conversations with just about everyone, be it a wrestler, actor, or anyone who's anyone. Easy five stars. 
Well, thank you so much for that. And uh, well, we're actually going to be bringing some more actors on the show in the new year, along with some other people who can just make our lives better in general. Wrestling is great. We are all wrestling fans, but I want to talk to everybody. I want to reverse engineer what makes great people great. And that's what this show is all about. And you want to talk about great people? Well, that's who D'Lo Brown is. And I will say that when I, when we did this interview, I went to an indie show where D'Lo was going to be performing. And I was just like, fingers crossed. I hope that he has time to do an interview. The show was run by Gangrel. It was for his wrestling school, Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum. And it's always so tough doing an interview with somebody the day of an indie show because, you know, so many different moving parts and so many different things that are going on. But D'Lo said, you know, I'm ready right now. Let's do it. I'm like, oh, okay, let's, let's do this thing. We found like a random staircase outside in Dania Beach, Florida, where we did this interview. And he's such a legendary character from the Attitude Era. And he tells the hilarious story of how he got his trademark head shake. I'm doing it right now. I know you can't see it, but I'm doing it. Uh, he also talked about what he thought of DX making fun of the Nation of Domination. Talks about the incident he had with Draws and so much more. So here we go. Please welcome D'Lo Brown. So very like Attitude Era background here. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, it's very Attitude Era. I'm <laughs> waiting for somebody to come down the steps with a steel chair or, yeah. or a garbage ba- you know, can and hit me over the top of the head. <laughs> Man, so I keep looking on my shoulder. Right. Uh, well, we're actually at a casino right now, so this is like the grungiest looking thing at a casino here. I like it. Well, some of the inside of the casinos are... Never mind. I didn't say that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they just smell like that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll leave that alone. I'll leave it alone. How many bookings like this are you taking? This one's obviously Gangrel's uh, you know, uh, Wrestling Asylum. How many like this are you taking? Um, I don't take as much as I used to. I might take maybe one a month or so, but most of the time I do a lot of autograph sessions or, or clinics. I don't like to get in the rain that much anymore because I'm old. <laughs> so what are you doing when you're not wrestling? Uh, I have a school out in Las Vegas. It's in conjunction with a uh, few stars of wrestling called the Snake Pit. Um, and I do a lot of training. And then I have a security company out in Vegas. So that's kind of like what gets me through the day. So you have a lot of like A-list clients that you're doing security for? I'm not allowed to speak on that. That means yes. That's exactly what that means. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're in Vegas, uh, is there a chance that you'll be maybe in the audience at Double or Nothing? Uh, the funny thing is, weirdly enough, the entire wrestling world is going to Vegas, and I'm leaving Vegas to go to Indiana to do a signing. So oh. I will be probably the one wrestler who won't be in Las Vegas for Double or Nothing. Yeah, they'll all be flying in, and you'll be like— I'll be passing yeah. them on the way. They'll be yeah. going west. I'll be going east. It's crazy. When people see you at these types of signings, what's the biggest question that people ask you? Um, what's The Rock like? That's like one of the biggest questions I get all the time. Or, you know, hey, how was Attitude Era? Or what was it like being the nation? So those well, are... Look, I've interviewed The Rock nine times. Uh-huh. Uh, He's counting. Yeah, I, of course. I'm. It's The Rock. Of course I'm counting. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you say when people ask you how The Rock is? Um, I say that he's a, a cool-ass dude that I got to know before he was famous. Famous-er. More famous. Um, <laughs> and... He's one of those guys who will give back to his family and his community. So that's the kind of guy I know. How about the head shaking? Do people ask you about that? I get that all the time, but there's a secret to that. Okay. You remember the movie Friday? Yeah. Remember when Debo knocked a brother out for his bike and Chris Tucker went, you got knocked up. Yeah. Head shake. That's where it came from? That's where it came from. And a combination of there was a, the side to side came from that and then there was back in the day, there was a, a defensive back for the uh, 49ers. His name is Merton Hanks. 
Google him. If he intercepted a ball and he was going for the touchdown, he would do a strut like this as he was going into the end zone. So I put those two together, and there's my strut and my head shake. Now, when you started doing that, what was Vince's reaction? Um, ironically, and I tell this story, um, so Rocky and I were we, we watching the movie Friday. It was a random Sunday. We just threw it in the DVD player because we had portable DVD players back in the day. They were really expensive. So we put a DVD player, we watched Friday. So the next night, Rocky's wrestling Ken Shamrock. He's wrestling on Raw, and Rocky tosses Ken Shamrock to the floor. And I remember running up to Ken Shamrock going, you got knocked up. So then immediately I said to myself, oh, I just swore a national TV Vince is going to find me. So the rest of the match is kind of like, oh, damn it, damn right, it. I'm little, yeah, yeah. How much money is this going to cost me? So there are two looks Vince gives you when you come back through the curtain. Either he pulls glasses up, pushes them down, gives you this, or he does this and followed by this. Oh, no. You don't want that one. No. You remember being summoned to the principal's office or had dad mad at you? Sure. That's that feeling that goes through your body. So I get back to the curtain, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to get fine. I'm going to get fine. So I peek back through, and Vince looks at Rocky and goes, yeah. He looks at me and goes, hello. Damn it. So I immediately start thinking, okay, how am I going to – I'm going to tell my fiance how I lost money. How am I, <laughs> this is what I'm thinking in the two-foot two. And he, I sit down next to me. He goes, that uh, thing you're doing with your head. Keep doing it. <laughs> and I went, okay, cool. He didn't <laughs> find me. And I ran away. But that's the first um, the first time it was on TV. And that was the first time his first thought on it was, there was something about it. He liked it. Caught his attention. Catch Vince's attention. You're doing something right. There's some entrances, though, where you're, like, shaking so much, I feel like your head's going to well, fall and, off. And the, it became a parody of itself because now <laughs> I had to overdo it from – I had my pay-per-view head shake. I had my raw head shake. You know, I had my house show head shake. So you you, you just had to put it out there. And, and depending on how excited I was or how the match was or the meaning of the match, you can tell my excitement yeah. level by the way I strut it and, <laughs> and shook the damn head. When uh, DX did the parody of yes. The Nation, did you guys have any idea they were going to do that? Um, we had a lot of input and in, because they asked us mannerisms, ideas, stuff like that. And, you know, people, some people found that segment offensive. Mm -hmm. I, I get it. I find it like that segment did more for me than anything because I was doing the head shake and people didn't notice it. And then Road Dog went out there and did a better D-Lo than I did a D-Lo. So then two segments later, when I came out to wrestle, people went, oh, damn, he really does that with his head. And that's when oh. awareness came to me as a performer. And, and, like, my run started right after that. So to me, it was, I couldn't be happier with it. Get it. If you're offended, I get it. Well, but I just don't think that that segment, they, they wouldn't be able to get away with it now in 2019. Come on, man. What could you get away? <laughs> Take any Raw show from 98, 99 and put it in 2019. Your network would get cut off the air. Yeah. The, the fact that there was blackface, though, did you have a problem with that at the time? I, I didn't at the time. I get it. I understand it. I understand uh, the, the the heat behind it. And I understand the history of it. Um, I wasn't looking at it as blackface. I was looking at it as entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, and as you grow, perspective change and thoughts and things change. So today, I wouldn't, I would not have okayed that today. At the time, I'm just looking to entertain and be part of something. The fact that you were so close with The Rock in the nation days, do you guys still keep in touch now? Um, we talk from time to time. So it's not like we're not, look, we're not buddies. I'm not calling them going, hey, Rock, I need to be in a movie. But every now and then we'll touch. Maybe you should. Uh, you know what? Maybe I should. I never want to cash in on stuff like that. Um, but, you know, we'll talk from time to time. 
Uh, how how much do you speak with Draws after the accident? Um, I, funny, I was just talking to Draws not too long ago. We 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 text back and forth, and I was just in Philadelphia at autograph signing, and he and he uh, he rolled up. So, um, you know, Draws and I have no heat. I don't know what people think that Draws and I have no heat. We talk, and we're still friends to this day. Yeah, it's not like it was your fault. It's you know, it's an accident. It's not like I went in the locker room and said, "Hey, tonight I'm gonna drop you on your head." Yeah. And lots of people do unfortunately get dropped on their head and they're fine. It, it, yes, it, it was a freak accident. Freak, we've sat and watched it together and neither of us can pinpoint what happened, what went wrong, and why did it end like that. Huh. No, one, Neither of us can do it. So, I mean, it's just one of those things that happened. It's an unfortunate thing that uh, I happened to be in the ring with him and on that day it happened. And, and it's just a bad situation that, you know, we wish we could have avoided. It. It's something we had done a thousand times before. Mm-hmm. Um just freak night. I watched another interview where you said you hadn't watched it back. So did you watch it back recently? We, we watched it back. I didn't watch it for the longest time. Yeah, okay. And then, because I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Sure. It was just, it was a bad situation. But as once again, as you get older, perspective change. Now I want to look just to improve, to see, make sure that, because as a teacher, I want to make sure I teach someone not to make that mistake. Mm-hmm. And I've looked back at it and I've dissected it and I can't. Mm. I can't see what went wrong mm. other than something went wrong. Mm. I I saw that you, or I know that it really affected you. Yeah. And you were, you know, thinking of quitting wrestling and it was actually JR that turned things around. Yeah. What did he say to you to kind of bring you back around? Um, to paraphrase that he said, don't let two careers end in one mistake. Mm. And then he said, just go forward and wrestle, go forward and wrestle for two careers, but don't let two careers end. And after sitting there thinking about that, I, I, I obviously went forward with it. Um, it was a tough thing to do, but I moved forward. And, and from that day forward, I've, I've never done the running powerbomb ever again, ever. It's just been banned off my list of moves to do. Um, and I just continued my career. I think it's safe to say a lot of things have changed in 2020, including how we work. Businesses across the globe now are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more visits than any other job site. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other job sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time. There's no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria so you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job. This makes Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit today at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer that you will find anywhere. So go right now to Indeed.com slash blue wire. The offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. And football is back in full swing, baby. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. 
From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off by wagering on wins, division, and championship futures. You can do this all day, every day. So head to Bet Online and take advantage of their great sign-up bonuses. Just make sure you use the code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. With the young wrestlers that you're mentoring and you're training with, what's the one piece of advice that you try to leave them with? Safety. Um... Your opponent's giving you their body. They're working with you, not against you. And we all want to go home, provide for our family. So we should leave the ring in the same condition we entered it. And that's like the biggest thing is, is taking care of yourself and take care of your opponent. Are you still working as a CPA? No, I haven't done that in a long time. Um, Do you still file your own taxes? No, because, okay. no, no, because it's just, it's too... There's too many states, there's too many laws, there's too much to worry about, and it's easy to go, hey, brother, just do this for me. <laughs> well, we mentioned AEW earlier. Uh, obviously, you were a big part of the Attitude Era. This is maybe reviving some sort of competition here in the wrestling world. What's your take on what AEW can bring to the table? And I put AEW, same thing with MLW, same thing with Impact, um, same thing with Ring of Honor. I, I think now we're starting, it feels like we're about to enter a renaissance of professional wrestling. And with companies giving opportunities, giving options, giving places to work, different viewing aspects, it's it's going to put more eyes back on the business we all love. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's not a bad thing with more eyes on it, more opportunity, more guys getting work, more guys and girls um, finding and creating a living in this business. It, that can't be bad. And people benefit from it are the fans. So to me, it's a win, win, win for everybody. Mm. You were retired before. You're obviously unretired now. I'm retired-ish. Like every wrestler, it's right? It's wrestling, dude. <laughs> There's only been one wrestler ever that's retired. That was Mark Merrow. He lost a little retirement match to Sable and never wrestled again. I love you, Mark. But you're the only guy who ever really retired. So what brought you out of retirement? Um, it's easy to show in like the dojo how to do things for your students it's a lot easier to show them in real life how to do it and then take it back to the school and go, okay, here's what wrestling is. Here's what I know. I can tell you something all day long. Sometimes people don't want to listen to words. They want to see it. Sure. And so that's what kind of has me out there just playing around. Um, And then I come out and help my friends in in situations like this where, you know, Gangrel's, you know, Asylum is doing a show. So why not come out and help the boy? A lot of people are talking about what, AEW is going to mean against the ratings of WWE, but you worked for a long time in TNA. You worked behind the scenes for them. What does AEW mean for TNA and their ratings? I, I, I see it as the same boat. I think it's, it's competition. It's going to make everybody raise their game. Okay. Um, you work harder when there's someone working against you. That's just the nature of life. So I think along across the board, it's going to create competition, which will create better content, better work rate, better viewership, once again, the fans win because they get the benefit of all this mm. competition. So I, I think it's going to help across the board. You were part of uh, Aces and Eights. Where do you think that that ranks in the all-time factions? That was kind of fun. I, I think given if it was given more longevity, 
would move up the ranks. Okay. Um, right now, because of its short run, although it was it was like a meteoric rise and crash, um, <laughs> like like a shooting star. Um, I think if it was given another year or two, it could be up there because uh, people tend to like seem to enjoy it. So, and I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, people look at you know Nation. Obviously, look at DX. Is it up in those rankings? No, it's nowhere near Nation DX. That's that's like to me, that's the like the pantheon of, of groups. You know, there's there's a Horseman, there's DX, there's there's uh, uh, what's that one? Paulie Dangerous's group, Dangerous Alliance. You know, and then there's the Nations in there, yeah. and then you kind of go like down to another level, and then another level down, <laughs> and there's kind of Ace and Eights. <laughs> Because, you know, the Heart Foundation, you got that whole, you know what I'm saying? So of course. There, are, there are levels to this, and it, it takes a lot of the top and jump into that upper echelon. Of what was the real reason for the dive? Uh, I just, I think the story got inconsistent, and then guys moved on, or people saw into work rate or whatever. A hundred different, hundred different reasons. Um, one thing I don't think is just given enough time to, to percolate. Mm. And that's a big thing in the wrestling world. You need that time. Yeah, you need that time. It's like it's like it's like baking. You can't bake a cake in five minutes. It takes you forty five. Yeah. But if you pull it after twenty, it's still gonna be a cake, but it's not as good. Yeah. Are you watching a lot of wrestling these days? Um, I tend to watch a lot of the product. I like consuming product because you can't speak on something that you're not paying attention to, because mm. then you're just you're ignorant of what's going on if you're speaking blindly and not knowing what's going on. So I tend to watch, I'll watch WWE. I'll watch, um, I watch impact. I'll watch ring of honor. Um, every night I've recently gotten MLW cause, um, Jacob Fatu is on there. A good friend of mine. So I got to see him work. Uh, and I'm looking forward to watching AEW. Is there something in the wrestling world right now that's maybe missing that that could take things up another level? Dude, if I could figure that out, I'd be working for one of the major companies going, this is what we need to do to make a billion. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I just think it has started with eyes on the product and we kind of figure it out from there. Yeah. And I think that's about what's going to happen in the next, you know, four to six months with AEW now getting yeah. back on a major network. Um, that's what's going to happen over the next four to six months is eyes on the product. And then from there, you can kind of dial it into what's going to work and what's not. Well, I know you used to live down here in Florida. Mm -hmm. You obviously love the warm weather we have here. But you have very warm weather in Nevada, too. Different. It's dry heat. Yeah, dry heat. I hate that dry heat. Uh, If WWE said, hey, come to Orlando, come be a coach at the PC, what would you say to that? I would entertain that because I love teaching. Mm -hmm. um, And then I love teaching in warm weather. That's good (laughs) on my body. Then it's a good tax-free state. (laughs) Nevada is not a tax-free state? It is, but it's it's dry heat. (laughs) But it's a tax-free state. Yeah, but it's dry. You got mountains. Ocean is better. Yeah, I've really missed mountains, though. Ocean is better. Well, this can be up for debate in the comments section. You can tell Uh, us. Down below, down below. There you go. Oceans or mountains? Yeah. Just give us a little feedback. Yeah. Just one word. Oceans or mountains? Mountains. There it is. That's it. I guarantee you oceans are better. You're probably right. But still, I like mountains. Look, you can get seafood out of the ocean. What do you get out of the mountain? A goat. Gotta go. go. D Brown. You do it. Go. <laughs> All right, Doc. I appreciate it. Thank you. What an important question to end with there. Mountains or ocean? Hmm. It will be the eternal debate. I really enjoy my time with D I, I really wish it could have been longer, but, you know, he had to go back in to wrestle 
on the show that we were there for. So let's have him back on again soon because that man can tell a story. He's great. Take a screenshot, share with a friend who you know would love to hear these classic stories. On social media, I'm at Chris Van Vliet and Delo is at Brown 75 And make sure that you're subscribed wherever you're listening to this right now. And as we head into the new year, keep these words from Mark Twain in mind. 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do rather than the things that you did. There you go. Be great. Be grateful. We'll see you on the next one with the one and only Booker T.